everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Connected and Committed Podcast, the C&C fam, C-square. <laughs> wow. All the C's. C&C. C&C. We are so happy to be here with you all again. I always sing when I'm excited. If you didn't, if you haven't noticed that already, I sing a lot or I'll make some music with my mouth. Anyway. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you guys are having an incredible January so far. It is already, what's today's date? January 8th. Wow. January 8th already. By the time you listen to this, it will be the 10th. The 10th. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I just think that that's time flies. Time flies when you're having fun or when you're stressed out. Um, it's been very stressful, very stressful. It's been stressful the last, since January, to be honest, since the ending of December, just with, as you already know, and if you already listened to our last podcast, we had a pipe burst. We came back from our vacation. It wasn't fixed. So we've been in a hotel since mm. currently we stayed a night at, um, our good friends, Stephanie and Joel's house, the walkers. It's been such a blessing and their home is so beautiful. And it's just like a way it feels like you're in a retreat center, to be honest. Do you agree? I don't know. I mean, it's really nice. It's really quiet because it's because it's away with the, the the trees in the backyard and stuff like that. Like it's, yeah, it's really nice. I like it. And there's a little view of the lake over there, mm -hmm. which is nice. It's it's so peaceful, and this has probably been the most peaceful I've felt since being away. Maybe yesterday the Marriott was nice too, but yeah, it's just I've been feeling a little trapped. I've been realizing just because like you're in a space. I work from home, so I've been working in a hotel. I worked out in the hotel. I ate breakfast in the hotel. I ate all my meals in the hotel. Like unless we left to go get dinner or something like that or get groceries, it just, we were there often. And typically I don't mind if I'm at home, right? Cause it's my, I love my space. It feels super peaceful. It feels super like warm and cozy, but a hotel doesn't, depending on the hotel you're in, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and we picked one really like last minute just because we wanted to find one that had breakfast, find one that had a good deal. We weren't sure what our insurance was going to cover or not. And so we just like, we're like picked one, no big deal done. But if I would have known what our insurance would have covered, I would have picked a different hotel. I'm going to be honest with you. I would have picked one that felt more, that just felt better. You know, um, <laughs> I, that one was okay. And Matthew's like, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, for me it was fine because I was sleeping well and I had breakfast every morning. So <laughs> really. I didn't really need anything else. Uh, obviously, it was a, it's get it gets old after a certain time when you're in a small room like that compared to like our apartment. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I I did not do very good with my diet. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And I just I just need a place maybe because I'm a therapist and a coach, and I guess you are too. Everything we're doing depends on the background of our view on our computer. For example, I need a space that feels aesthetic and that feels cozy and that feels good i just feel like the place we were at before just wasn't that at all it was um, older so it was older and then we went to a place across the street and that one just felt like more my level um yeah it was definitely a different level but that one didn't have complimentary <clears throat> breakfast it didn't so it didn't or microwave um and then now we're at a space here and i'm like oh this feels this homey and it feels so like relaxed like we could have stayed here for the week but it's just too far from where I you work. work and so which is fair um so we did get some good news. We will be, um, I think our place should be done by next week for sure. They've been doing, they've been doing a lot of movement from Friday and Saturday. And by is, this week. Um, by this week, sorry. So by, we have a hotel until Saturday and I think that our place should be more than done by then, which I'm very excited about. 
because it's just going to be nice just to be home. Um, but something that I've been realizing, I actually posted something on my story the other day and it, it resonated with a lot of you guys because I got a lot of comments and um, just like reactions to it of when you're having a hard time, like it's already difficult. Life is going to be difficult no matter what, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're single, whether you're in any status, it's going to be hard because life throws curveballs and life is life. And it can feel difficult to be like, man, I really wish I could have somebody with me while I'm experiencing something really difficult. When you're single, mm -hmm. you always ask that question. I think for me, I felt that often. I'm like, man, I really wish I had somebody that I can just experience this day with that just makes it easier. But I think that picture being in a relationship that makes, that adds on to the worst, the worstness, I don't even know, adds on to the difficulty of the hard day. And I think I was in a relationship that might have hard days were caused by the relationship. It wasn't caused by just like life. It was caused specifically by the relationship. I just think a lot of people are in situations where they're single and they want somebody so bad. And then they just like pick somebody because out of desperation rather than of like out of a critical thinking and out of just like how it feels. And then you're in a situation that causes you so more stress and more frustration and more turmoil, we'll say more than it would have been if you were single. You know, your relationship should only benefit you rather than take away energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think that that's what's important to be with someone you feel is easy to be with. And, you know, a best friend, um, you don't feel like you have to be a certain way with them and you feel like they're a safe place for you, which is definitely something we've learned this week because it's this situation for us has uh, made like some, some things come up. Yeah, it's and, tested us a lot. Yeah, and you realize that when that kind of thing happens, you need to grow up and you need to, I mean, I don't know. For me, like this experience has made me feel like, okay, I'm, I'm not a kid anymore, actually like have things I'm responsible for and we got to figure this out. And then obviously some things came up and we realized, okay, like we need to be a safe place for each other. Mm. Um, and yeah, not just focus on ourselves. And that's, that's, that's definitely something that requires work, but you know, at least you realize that you need to work on that. You know, you need to realize that you actually need to be a safe place for the person you're with even if maybe in the, the present moment, depending on what the situation is, you might not be realizing that you need to be and that you need to get better at, uh, yeah, hosting space for the person. Hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, it's really important. For sure. Because I know that when things come up so quickly, the way that you respond and your automatic response just happens. And you, you may not even be able to control that because it's so automatic, right? And I think that both of us probably had different reactions in the beginning. I know me because I'm mean, it probably is because my just with life going on in my family, not like I, I love my family. We, I like I have a great family, but there just were was situations where like, okay, like our, our water would shut off, our electricity would shut off. Like we had a fire actually growing up when we were younger um, in our home. I actually never, you know, was about it this current house? Yeah, oh. was our, this our, my current home. I lived in my home since I was in third grade. How bad was it? Um, there was a fire in my brother's room, so the room my my old room, um, now, um, so it was in the fire there, and then it was all the way in the stairs, so all the stairs, and then I think it was like, he was running back and forth. I guess like a short short story, but it was like my my youngest brother who has autism, 
there was a lighter in my oldest brother's room mm-hmm. and he was jumping on the bed and like lighting it, I guess. I don't even know how he figured it out. And, you know, when it kind of freaks you out and he probably got the fire to work and he dropped yeah. it. He dropped it on my brother's bed mm-hmm. and then he ran away. And oh. then Jason was in the bathroom and then he smelled smoke and he's like, oh my gosh. And so he freaked out. He stayed in there way longer than he should have. And he, I think that if he stayed any longer, he probably would have died. That's the thing. And so he said he was running back and forth to like the bathroom to, to jump water into the room, back and forth, back and forth. Dang. And then he saw something in the fire. He said he saw like an image and it freaked him out. And then he called on one and then he ran away. And he had called, like left everyone with the house and all this stuff. I was literally down the street like, at my friend's house. I had no idea. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, everyone was gone. Like all my, my parents left. There was something. My sister was at church for something. John was with me at my friend's house. Um, and so, uh, Anyway, we experienced like stuff. Like we were in a hotel for two weeks. Um, my people, there's my neighbor at my school. He went to my school and he saw, and so he told people at the school there's a fire. Like, oh, I don't know, whatever. It was, a, it was a whole situation. But I think because of situations that have happened um, and throughout like my life, I immediately respond in fight mode. Like I'm not fl- like it's fight or flight. I I fight immediately. I know exactly. Like I go into a different. I go into a perspective where I'm like very serious very much just like whatever around me isn't important, which is like, what do we need to do? Mm. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I just kind of go into this certain mode. I know at times, um, because I'm the person that everyone would go to all the time whenever things were happening. Like I'm not gonna tell the situation, something happened growing up. And I remember like I was at work and everyone called me. My sister called me, my sister texted me and blah, blah, blah. I immediately got on the phone. I called my brother, I told him like, it's fine, no big deal. Like, it's not your fault, blah, blah, blah. Joshua, I talked to him. I told my sister, okay, like, hey, your job is to do this. Like, I, I was like, everybody's like, everyone relied on me for everything mm. in that situation. And so I think I'm just in that mode all the time. And so I've never, I'm not the person that people are like, are you okay? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, I'm just, I just go in the mode so quickly. And that's just like, kind of how I am. Um, but now that I'm married, obviously, and you're like, you're the safest place I've ever really experienced in my life. Um, and so obviously in those moments, I'm kind of like, I might go in that mode and then I'm immediately like, okay, like, it's like, it doesn't mean I'm not feeling anything, but I, but I think because people think like, oh, wow, Joy's so strong. Probably don't need to check in on her. I'm like, I need that though. Every, you know, I mean, everyone needs it. Yeah. And so it's, um, it's interesting how I realize how I go in that mode very quickly. And then obviously it's easy for me to want to take care of you, but I think because I've done that so much, I'm kind of like, no, I need someone to take care of me. You know what I mean? Like I can't take care of everybody all the time. And not saying that you're, you're doing that, but I, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm asking you for help more than I typically would have asked for anybody before because you feel so safe to me. Um, and so I think that that is, this, it's a new thing. And I think that uh, for whoever's experienced that too, I know I'm not the only person who's had to be the strong person all the time for their family, for their situations it's so hard to ask for help at times. Like I didn't even tell any of my friends anything until I was like, mm. okay, like I probably should tell them because why not? It's, it doesn't hurt to ask for prayer. Just just let people know that like, hey, if you think of me, I'm here and I do need like just to, th- just to send me love and support because I, you know, it, it's just, it's just nice to know that people are on your side. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious what you're, how you feel like you typically respond and where that comes from for you. Cause I know we have different responses. Well, I never, for me, it's, it's opposite because I never had to be the strong one. Yeah. And my, you're the youngest in, in your, family. well, I was the youngest for a long time. And by the time I had younger siblings, um, I was going off to college. So mm, yeah, really. But, uh, before that I had, I had an older sister 
but even for her, like I didn't feel like none of us had to be the strong one because my our parents were so um like I don't know, spoiling us, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, they were uh, very loving parents and really we didn't have to do much, uh, which you know feels nice when you're growing up, but then when once you, you start your own life you realize that maybe it would have been nice to for my mom to be a little pushier when it comes to like us doing chores and stuff like that, you know, being more responsible. Um, yeah. So for me, that was different. I think for the, for me, it's like the real life experiences are uh, what makes me grow up. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I have to adapt real quick because I have no, like I said, I was, I didn't have to be the strong one. So when something happens now, I have to, grow up real quick instead of because i have a tendency i feel um and you know that's true to think about myself a lot whenever something wrong is happening and i can sometimes be a little self-centered and i have to actually like be intentional with uh like taking care of you and mm. knowing that for example with what's happening right now with our pipe bursts and everything I think now I'm better, but at the beginning, it would have been easy to be like, okay, like, what do I have to do for me uh, to be fine? And I'm like, okay, you're not by yourself anymore. You actually also have to uh, think about what would be best for you. Uh, I feel like, you know, I've learned a lot better now uh, after a few years of marriage that, you know, I'm responsible for you too. Mm. And we're never like thinking, we're, we're never, uh, by ourselves thinking just for for ourselves we are thinking for both of us yeah you know uh like how we had to adapt with like our car and because we have one car and someone has to go to work and the other person might have to go to work too and you know things like that. it's like okay it's like food all that stuff it's like mm -hmm. okay it's for both of us now uh we have to figure out how we can take care of each other yeah um and it's yeah for me it's yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's probably, I don't know what my automatic response is now. It's definitely, uh, better than what it used to be in terms of, you know, thinking for myself. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I'm more uh, aware of the fact that I need to think about both of us. I think too, that I think that you, because you are from a different country too, and you, a lot, some of those situations we've experienced, I've never experienced them before. And I yeah. think at times you might think that I have. Yeah. And so you're, you might ask like, what do we do? I'm like, I have zero clue. I don't know. I don't know. And it, it kind of like, and then I go into panic because I'm just like, okay, what do I don't, I don't, I'm like, what do I need to figure out? What, what, what's the best thing? I don't know. Like, this is so new, which is, I mean, which is interesting. That's why I think I like that. Um, like you and I were experiencing things for the first time together, mm -hmm. things we've never experienced before. Yeah. Um, and it's so new. And I think it's important for us to see how we're responding. And then we talk about it later. Like obviously in that moment, it wasn't the time to, to bring it up because we both were kind of like in fight or flight mode. Mm. Um, and then afterwards, when we were settling down, we talked about it like, hey, in the, like, this is kind of what I need in those moments. Um, what do you need? You know what I mean? And vice versa. Because I think that we both were kind of like, maybe assuming and expecting things from each other. And then when it doesn't happen, we can both get disappointed and just be kind of like frustrated with each other rather than being like, okay, wow, we're both new with this. We both just need to communicate what we need and what we want. And I know I need this. I need to, I need to feel like I'm being taken care of too. 
rather than taking care of everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know for you, like, obviously, because I can be that way, sometimes I'm not even, like, um, like focusing on, like, the emotional part of it. I'm just kind of like, ah, oh, let's just whatever. And I know that, that we need to talk and process through the emotional part because it's, like, it's it can be traumatic, you know, and, like, really intense. And I was like, no, it's, it's a small T tra- trauma, not, like, a big T, but it, it, it's intense. And I sometimes may not focus on that part for you. I know, I know that's important to you. Well, I'm a very highly sensitive person. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I definitely need to be able to process my, my emotions and take time to, I don't know, express my frustration and my, my anger, my sadness. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know also that I need balance too, though, because sometimes I'm like, okay, I feel like I can make uh, this situation, this situation so much about my frustration and it's like, okay, well, you've, you've done enough of that Mm -hmm. now. Like you actually need to move and do something, Yeah, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is all part of being a safe place for each other. It's like realizing. And then, and I think that there's grace obviously because the first time that kind of thing happens or anything, any new event, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to know right away what you're supposed to be doing. And obviously you're going to figure it out it might take a little time. And that's why you need some grace for yourself because you're like, okay, like this is the first time next time I'll be uh, doing a lot better because I've always, I've, I've been already exposed to that. Obviously yeah. we don't want a pipe burst to happen. No, again. not yet. But if it did, we know exactly what to do. <laughs> do we? But it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's frustrating. Texas, man. But whatever. It is what it is. Um I'm grateful that it happened the way it did and it wasn't worse. Yeah. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse and very, very thankful and thankful that our insurance stepped up and like provided us even more money than we needed. Like honestly, like I was a little shocked. I was shocked, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't expect that. Um, God provides. God provides. And like our, my boss gave us money just like, cause she's kind of like, I just told her in passing. It wasn't even a big deal at this point. I was like, we figured it out. And she's like, here, well, here's money just to order food if you want. Like not if you just, whatever. I'm like, it was just, it was just kind. And people have just been so kind. Like mm. us staying at friends' houses for the night and people just providing for us and being like a safe place as well. It's just, it's, it's, I just think kind of the overall message here is Obviously, your partner should be a safe place, a safe place for you to be able to put all of your walls down with, to be afraid with, to be vulnerable with, to be annoyed and frustrated with, like everything. And in this process, if Matthew was not that safe place for me, this this process would have been a hundred times worse because I would have been doing this alone for one. I would have been like you would have been adding on to this frustration I was already feeling and just like annoyance and just like sadness. And imagine amplifying that by a hundred. The circumstances already suck. Imagine having a partner who's just like a twenty-four-seven, making that already an irritant because an irritant because of whatever he's well, bringing because, or they're bringing. Yeah, or because they don't realize the things that we said is that the fact that you actually have to be intentional at holding space for each other, right? And uh, intentional about not making it uh, just about yourself. Because I think mm-hmm. some people are so toxic that they, they anything happens, they are just going to make it about themselves, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's also another thing I've learned uh during this process is like sometimes when you want to be a safe place for your partner you need to hold your emotions a little bit Mm. say more um 
like not that not that you you you're you're denying what you're feeling but sometimes even though you feel a lot and you want to express a lot it's not going to be beneficial for your partner and they also have things on their heart and it's like okay right now i am gonna like hold my emotions in for the moment because i want to be able to be a safe place for you and i want to i want you to feel like you're protected and you know you're uh you're seen you're known in in this situation and then once maybe the this moment of crisis is gone a little bit then it'll be my turn to bring it up to you be like okay this is you know how i feel like not that you know what i mean i see what you're saying yeah for sure because if you're both like pouring out your emotions to each other and like you're you because once this is how i think when someone like pours out their emotions to another person you don't want the, the person in front of you to make it about themselves 100 you want them to to make it about you you mm -hmm. know uh and you're the one that reached out yeah and i think that's fair uh but if you're both like just pouring out there's like well no one is really holding space for each other you're just like saying things and hoping that the other person might hold space for you but it's impossible in that situation no. and, and someone really has hard. to shut down in that i think that's i think sorry just what you're saying because i don't know if shut down is that. the right word I, i'm more saying in the sense of let's just say i'm coming i'm coming to you and i'm like oh my gosh i just i don't know i just lost a million dollars which I don't know why I would ever do that. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, I just had a really bad business deal. I just lost hundred dollars. I am probably feeling already a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of sadness, a lot of embarrassment, a lot of humiliation, all these like very like negative, very, very, very deep vulnerable emotions. And then let's say I bring that to you. And then you're, you're immediately like, Oh my gosh. And then you, you have your own emotions and be like, what happened? Why did you do that? But you know what I mean? Like coming at it in that full force. And then you're having your own emotions. What you're saying, because that happened this week. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're, kind of I'm assuming you're kind of like assuming you're saying something like this, no? Yeah. But I guess I'm just saying that of just like in that process, it's very easy to like, obviously you're gonna have your own emotions because it's attached to you. Right. But I think that in that moment, it's, it is the, it is the most appropriate response to be able to hold space for that person and be like, Hey, I'm here. There's no shame. Whatever it is, I got you. Just tell me like, I love you. Like nothing is going to change that. We'll figure it out. Like just kind of like calming that person down and holding space for that because mm -hmm. at the end of the day whatever happens sure it's gonna it, it happen i'm not saying you can't just like that's like okay we can just avoid that we're gonna talk about it but that is not the most important thing right now the most important thing in that moment is for that person to feel safe because i'm bringing someone's bringing something up very very deep and very like whatever and for any other person to have their own emotions that's not safe mm -hmm. you know what i mean because it's just kind of like well okay that was ignored that wasn't held and now i'm i have like my own stuff coming up now would i take care of you now or do we just like let go you know what i mean like that doesn't feel helpful um so basically because this situation this kind of situation happened to us this week yes and um i guess that's a more concrete example it's like you know uh you felt like you know uh, i did something i might have done something wrong and um that would have like not been great financially for us mm -hmm. and then not that it would have put it put us in like a, a debt or anything yeah or like lack or whatever um but it would have like brought, brought our savings down or something and you brought you brought that up to me well actually first you avoided it because unfortunately 
um, you felt like I wouldn't have been a safe place in that. And you were right, because then when you brought it up, um, I kind of got triggered and I was like upset. And then we talked about it more because obviously that, that made you really sad. And then that's when I realized, I was like, okay, like, I don't ever, I mean, this is vulnerable for us, obviously. I, and I want to share on the podcast because, like, we're real people. Like, we're authentic. We're, we're not, not perfect we're, at I don't all. Wanna, I don't want to make it seem like we all figured it out. But the reason why we're able to talk about this, these things is because we also are aware of, like, the work we need to be doing. Yeah. And in that situation, I, I realized, like, okay, like, I don't, I don't ever want you to feel like you're not safe with me or that you have to hold back on anything um, because that's just not, I, I don't want to be that kind of man. I don't want to be a man that you're scared of whenever you share about some specific topics uh, because you, you think I might be triggered. You know, I, I don't want to be like that. I want to be able to be like a rock and, you know, I want to be able to be solid and be able to hold space for you when that happens and not like make it immediately by myself mm. and be like, Oh no, like, come on, you should, you should have done better, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, no, like, it's like in that situation, you, I, I, sh I, I shouldn't think about the should have or could have or would have, you know, all those past tense uh, things, but just think, about holding space for you and, and be, uh, and have grace and, um, yeah, think about you more, yeah. you know? And then if I have feelings, well, I'm allowed to have feelings, but yeah. in that situation, it's not my, it's not the time for me to like react. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause then we both freaking out and then there's no resolve. There's no moving forward and you just stay stuck in that same place yeah yeah, yeah if i want to cry live i'm okay i'm okay too but <laughs> um i i don't know obviously i appreciate you saying that i know that we've talked about this already but um i just think it's very easy for people to do that because your own stuff is going to come up and this doesn't mean that you don't have a right to feel what you're feeling in any aspect especially when it, it involves the both of you too um but i do think that there's a time and a place and there's an art of communication we're talking about that in our date well mentorship the other day too of like there really is an art of communication and if you're able to yeah do it well it is so powerful um because you know i mean like you know I, obviously the gist of this too is just like this it's a safe place part um life is gonna throw you so many curveballs and you're gonna make mistakes because you're human and you're going to something's going to happen and you're, you might be something that you have responsibility of and then you messed up or whatever. There's so many things that are going to happen in mm -hmm. life. Um, and if, if it's so important, even if it's not done well the first time, because like, ours, like our situation, it was not done well the first time. I had a huge reaction to the way that you responded to me and I obviously had a breakdown and we obviously talked about it and then you held space for me and it was, it was really, it was a very, um, mending moments i think every relationship has a tear and repair i think we had, we had a very good it was a big tear and then a very beautiful repair you know um mm. and i think that if you're aware that that's going to happen in your relationship you're going to have tears all the time because because that's it like i'm not even, there's no explanation about that you're gonna have tears often but if you're able to repair well and resolve it well and, and it can really connect well it, it, it's so beautiful for you to be able to move into the next situation in a way better way um 
And so I, I really wanted to do this podcast episode because I know there's people who are listening to this right now who are like, dang, I'm, I'm really resonating to what you're saying, but I also feel like I'm in a relationship that does not feel that way. Like I actually feel like I'm in a relationship that causes way more harm in situations whenever the situations are bad, rather than actually being more helpful and actually being more safe. Or you're in a relationship where you're like, I know I'm in a good place, but whenever we have big arguments or whenever something bad happens and bad situations happen or whatever, we don't resolve well. And then it just kind of builds up. And I feel more bitterness to my partner rather than actually feeling connected. Mm. And I think that that's really, really important to be having the, to having the awareness that I, that is where you're at. Yeah. And what do we do with that? Like, how do we get to a place where you do feel like where you're connected more than disconnected? Um, resolving more than or responding more than reacting mm, yeah for sure um and if you make a mistake you're still you're able to repair well um rather than having just a big tear and then it's just there i'm rhyming wow um wow <laughs> so i don't i just this was on my heart because I, like I said i posted a story and people seem to resonate with it really well and i i just know that the, I, I, we get a lot of dms where people are they're asking us for help in situations where I'm like, wow, um, one, I don't think this actually is actually beneficial for you at all. Or two, if your partner is not even willing to resolve this or listen to your hold space for you, then I mean, that's, that's the issue. It's not how do you maneuver through the situation in a better way for yourself. It's how do you help your partner? How do you guys both be in a safe a, um, place where it's safe for each other, safe for both of you to be in this place, if that makes sense. Can yeah. I say that well? You said a lot of things, but I think it's it makes me. sense. Uh, you want to be able to be a safe place for each other. Period. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, a couple of things. I am opening up a couple of spaces. I announced it on my story uh, already, and I, I will put it in the email as well, but I'm opening up a couple of spaces for people who are wanting coaching with me. Um, and what that looks like is you have access to me no one else has this type of access to me. Even if you're in our programs, you have access way more than other people would Except for me. sure. Except for Matthew, of course, my friends and my family. But like you have access to me if you're my if you're one of my one-on-one clients more than any other space that we have. Um, and that even looks like obviously having hour sessions with me weekly and also um, 24 five texting communication. So something's going on in your day-to-day -day at the moment, you can text me and I actually will text back and we'll have a we can have a conversation and I'll give you tools in that moment to help you right away. Um, and you also, it also means that you have access to any of our online materials. So that means our triggered mini course, any of the courses that we come out with in the next, um, during the time period that we're working together, um, our questions, um, any online course at all, you have access to that for free during the time that we're working together. So during the three month time we're working together, as well as you get discounts to any of our future courses or programs. So that means for date well, for anything else that we do live, anything else as a program type, you get a discount for that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, if you're, if what we're talking about really resonates with you and you're kind of like, actually, I know I need help with this. I need, I need to be able to figure out why I don't let my partner in or why I'm picking partners that are completely unsafe for me or why anything along the lines of that, or just why I'm feeling so anxious, or why I'm feeling so anything, really. <laughs> scared. Um, scared, self-esteem, self-confidence, anything along the lines of that. Um, I'm here and I'm working with it, and I'm, I'm working with you. And something beautiful about my, the work that I do 
I'm a therapist and a coach. Therapy, if you've done therapy, a lot of therapists will keep you there forever. And that's, you know, depending on the type of work you need to do, you're, you're there for, for years because of the type of work. But I work from the past that I think if anything is beneficial, that we're able to work through that. I work through past material um, that like if it's family stuff or things that are attachment things, we'll work with that stuff as well as work on the here and now to the future. So you'll be able to get like a 12 week intensive of let's deal with the stuff that's going up in the past that's affecting you. And then we're going to go ahead and accelerate moving forward to be at a place where you won't need me after 12 weeks. You're done. Like you will feel confident enough to move forward by yourself in your relationships, in your space, in a powerful way. I'm not here for you to work with me forever. I don't want you to work with me forever. When you fire me, that's the, that means I've done my job, period. So if this resonates with you, if this is something you're kind of like, I do want this, send. Um, I will put a link with um, to how to schedule a discovery call with me. And all this is an investment, okay? This is, I, I, it's not gonna be like, like small investment. It is an investment, but I, but I promise you it, it's worth it because I, I show up 100%. You will, you will feel completely covered by me and by um, what the work we're doing. And so schedule a discovery call with me and we'll see if we're a good fit and we'll see if this will actually, I, if it's not a good fit, then I, I will give you back the $47 for the discovery call and we'll just move on and it won't work, it's no big deal. But if it is a good fit and we move forward, then boom. Like this is kind of, I won't keep you if I don't feel like it's a good fit, so. Yeah. And also like, don't do it if, if you're expecting like a quick fix for the discovery call. Yeah, Because we have a lot of those people and well, that's actually a waste of time and it's a waste of your money too because if you're going to pay the the fee for the discovery call and you're not going to get what you want because this is not a quick fix mm -hmm. it's not you're not there to get a, a some medication and then boom yeah it's an investment in yourself and it's an investment um of time and it's time money and just you being able to look back in the next three months i'm going to be a whole different person and be able to go by the middle of this year ready to ready, ready, like whatever that even looks like for you, you will feel confident to move forward. And that's like my heart. I want you to feel confident and ready to move forward. So that is me. Um, I'll put a link in below for the discovery call. Um, and even for the questions, if the questions, is, I told you as well, the questions after the 15th, they're no longer going to be available. So get on it. We've had a lot of people ready by, um, but if you want it now, like there's a time because it's not going to be available after this. So Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it. Anyways, we love you guys. And we hope that you really heard this message and you're able to see that we're not perfect. And we will continue telling you our process as we're working real time because we're not perfect. And we want you to know that and get examples from our life on how to help yours. Yeah. And anyway, so we love you guys. Make sure you like, you review, you share, you subscribe with the podcast exactly <laughs> um and we will talk to you next week yeah have a good one bye bye